Degenerates, welcome back to Hold the Line. You got your boy, Frank the Bank, in the studio with my co-host today, Mr. T-Row. What's going on, everybody? What is going on? Happy Tuesday. Just to give you a little heads up, T-Row downloaded a soundboard on his phone that he has been playing incessantly today. Yeah. Uh, and we're definitely going to hear it, so buckle in. I uh, hope you're ready for some different noises. <laughs> simple things, Frank. Simple things. He is a man that is amused by the simple pleasures of life. I'm sorry. And that's basically how he's going to communicate with us today. Yeah, I'll try not to do it too much. As he's looking for the next one I'm looking one for to the play. next one. Alright, so. Frankie, what do we got to talk about today? Well, let's do a little recap of t- of what's happened so far today in the world of sports. We had a good matchup with France and Belgium. Uh, you know, like I said, Belgium was playing with house money. <laughs> I said that they, uh, you know, they weren't expected to be there, which they weren't. And I said, pick them. What happened? That's what happened. They laid a big egg. Big goose egg on the scoreboard there, Frankie. Hey, imagine that. A soccer game ended in one to nothing. What? Who would have thought? Oh, my. Wow. One to nothing in a soccer game. That never happens. No. And and, uh, so I was looking at, uh, I was looking at this earlier. I was reviewing because obviously we didn't get to watch it today uh, due to other things. But I was looking at the statistics of the match bank Mm -hmm. and, uh, very interesting. So, obviously, low-scoring game. France wins 1-0. Uh, Belgium actually dominated time of possession, though. Uh, 64%. They, they, they possessed about 64% of the time. France possessed it 36% of the time. But France rips 10 more shots and has two more quality shots on target than Belgium does. Belgium only rips nine shots, even though they possess the ball 64% of the time. So, what does that tell me? France kind of laid back a little bit. They were confident in themselves in this game. They knew they could let Belgium dribble the ball around, get some passes here and there. They weren't overly confident that Belgium could really put quality shots on net, though. So they just kind of, France sat back, played their game, and took advantage of it uh, when the time was necessary to. Well, no doubt France had the best player of this match. Uh, Potentially the best player left in the World Cup. And they definitely showed it. I mean, they came out and did what they had to do. Like you said, they didn't dominate time of possession, but they clearly dominated uh, shots. Yeah. So 19 shots to 9 uh, were total shots. 5 on target for France, 3 on target for Belgium. Uh, so Belgium really didn't pressure a goalkeeper at all. Yeah, you get that many shots, you're eventually going to have one go in. And uh, that's all you need in soccer is one, yeah. pretty much. Went on a header. Listen to this. 594 passes for Belgium. They were looking for the opportunity. It just wasn't there. Yeah. And we didn't get to watch this one live. We had some other obligations. So couldn't give you a thorough analysis on it, but it looks like France is staying true to being the favorites for the World Cup. And uh, we potentially might have a France-England matchup. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. England, baby! Take it back to the roots. 
Well, I mean, between this England and Croatia squad, I think most people are jumping on England to win. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't know how you're feeling, but, you know, Croatia has been a sneaky, sneaky pick all World Cup. Do you think it ends here? Is this their final game? They have been sneaky. Um, They're kind of, at least for, as, as far as making it this far into the World Cup, new kids on the block. But England's not here all the time either. People, I think people outside of the sport would think they are because you have Premier League in England. Uh, England's one of the countries or nations that that thinks, I don't want to necessarily thinks, but right, rightfully so, is... Uh, in the forefront when it comes to soccer or football. Um, and so naturally you would think England's going to be the team that makes it. But England has not made it to the finals since 1990. So I think they're hungry. I think just like Croatia or another team who hasn't been there, they see how long it's been since they've been to the finals and they want it too. I think England's a more talented team. I think we're going to see a France-England matchup in the finals. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I mean, if you think about the road that Croatia took to the semifinals. You know, they had a Denmark squad. May have been the weakest team in the round of 16. Russia squeaked by Spain. They should not have even gotten that far. And Croatia barely beat them. Penalty kicks. Uh, This England squad has had a much tougher road and I think is just a better team. Uh, You know, they beat Colombia. Colombia had some title hopes coming into it. And they beat a pretty irrelevant Sweden team, but, you know, that's still better uh, competition than I think Croatia faced in their road to the semifinals. So I'm going with England, and I'm looking for the England-France matchup. Even though I hate it, I wish something else was happening. England-France, like, it just it doesn't feel... Great. I like to see in world competitions like this, I like to see two teams compete each other or compete against each other from different regions of the world. We have two European European teams yeah. going at it here. Not only two European teams, but two teams that are literally separated or, or countries that are literally separated by a channel that's like 30 miles wide. Yeah, they can stand uh, on one end and yell at the other. Yeah. Yell to the other person on the other end. Of the However, I do love that England's in it. You know me. I'm I'm big on heritage. Yeah. My family comes from the UK, so I'm all about England. US decided that the World Cup was not important enough to practice for. So, naturally the US not being in it, I had to back England throughout this whole thing. So, I'm a fan of that, but I I, I get what you're saying. I would have liked to see separate continents represented in the final. Yeah. Thanks Brazil. And I I would obviously much rather see England win than France. So, uh, if England does make it, I'm going with England. I'm just going to go ahead and call that now. Winner, winner. All right. That's our World Cup analysis. Uh, <laughs> this looks fun. I like this. This little soundboard? Yeah. I know. I saw it earlier today. It looked kind of cool. It's like uh, You've got a bunch of stuff on here, like... Record scratch. Oh, yeah! Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could have some fun with this. Yeah, I'm going to play that. If you have a pick I like, you're getting this one. Hey, baby, you looking hot tonight. 
That's probably my favorite one so far that we've seen on this soundboard. But I digress. Let's talk about a little MLB. We've got a bunch of games going on right now, so we can't really dive into our picks from yesterday. Although I will say we've got a couple that look like they're going to be winners. Indians Reds. Uh, Indians are up 4 to nothing. I picked the run line on that. Looks like that's going to hit. They're in the bottom of the 8th. I, I thought you were going to play a sound there. Yeah, I was going to. I was conflicted. I, do I give you a good one for you picking it, or do I give you a bad one because my team's losing? Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Phillies, Mets. Phillies are up seven to one. I'm pretty sure my exact quote was in a word: Phillies. <laughs> Brewers, Marlins. Brewers are winning five to four. Bottom of the six. Yeehaw! Uh, yeah. I mean, those are. A couple of games going on right now. S- side note, Strohs Athletics. The Strohs are winning 2 to nothing right now. It's only the top of the third, but if they hold strong at that 2 to nothing mark, or even if it goes up to something like 4-1, to 5-1, to one, we are hitting on the Strohs uh, run line and the under. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. I can't believe... I cannot believe that might happen. So, if that does, we are getting paid big tonight. Drinks are on Frank the Bank as if they weren't already. (laughs) That's true. Thanks for the highlight, Frank. Highlight! Yep. We're going classy. We're drinking the champagne of beers tonight because we're celebrating. We had a great day. And, uh... That one was too long. Yeah, it was a little too long. And a good, hopefully a good day of sports. But I know a lot of you guys come here for the picks. We'll give you the picks. And then we'll give you some obscure sports analysis. So, tomorrow, we're going to keep it short and simple. We did the whole slate of yeah. games yeah. for today's games. We're just going with two games tomorrow. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Obviously, we're in Cincinnati. The one game that we both care about is Indians, Reds, in Progressive Field, in Cleveland, not in Cincinnati, to our dismay. I wish it was here so we could go to the game. But Indians, Reds, who you taking? Uh, okay, so Reds, we're rushing. You and I are sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings last night watching the game, having a couple yeah. beers. And Name drop Buffalo Wild Wings. Sorry, yeah, they're not a sponsor, but we were there, and uh, and I'm digging into Bank because he called he calls to, he doesn't call yesterday's game he calls tonight's game, but we were watching it and the Reds are up five one and I'm digging in him. Way to go, genius! Way to go, genius! You are dumb. Well, now we're sitting here currently drinking these highlights. The game the that Cleveland. I actually picked. Yeah, watching the game he actually picked Cincinnati versus Cleveland. Cleveland's up 4 nothing. bottom eight. Reds have not been looking good on the mound all night. Uh, listen, you, you, you threw out some stats yesterday about how the Reds have done up in Cleveland. I think they're winning, like, what, 30% of the time? Third, like 31% of their games in progressive. I hate to say it, Cleveland. Cleveland takes the win tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, they're heavy favorites tomorrow. They're at minus 200. That line's going to change between now and the game. But... What I will say is I feel like you could pick 
the run line again and hit again. Uh, Indians, I didn't think they were going to sweep this one, and they lost the first one, so I think they're going to win the next two. Um, it looks like they're going to win tonight. Tomorrow uh, doesn't seem like it's going to be any different. Uh, they've got Carrasco on the mound, and we all know Cookie could be an ace in pretty much any other team, but he's on the Indians, and the Indians have four pitchers with over 100 strikeouts, and we haven't even hit the all-star break. They are just crushing it with their starting pitching. Uh, their bullpen's not great, but most of their pitchers can make it six, seven innings, and they don't have to rely on many pitchers other than Cody Allen coming out of the pen. So I'm seeing Carrasco taking this one. Indians heavy favorites, but you can get a little bit of value there if you take the run line. Any thoughts? No, That's I'm it? with you, Good? Frank. I'm okay. with you. So we chose one other game because this entire slate of games is garbage. I mean, it is. Tigers Rays, garbage. Royals Twins, hot garbage. Cubs Giants, that one just stinks. Tigers, I mean, sorry, Rangers Red Sox. Like, the, I did kind of want to pick this one because Big Sexy's pitching, but I think he gets lit up by the Red Sox lineup and Chris Sales on the mound, and the Red Sox are minus 360. Like, unless you're taking run line and maybe trying to parlay it, you're not going to make any money off that game. So it's just garbage. Garbage all around. Yankees, Orioles. You disgust me. Pretty much. That's how I feel. Uh, Eventually, we got down to the D-backs and the Rockies, and we said that's a game that you can maybe get a little value. Colorado's only favored, you know, the line's 130. I bet that that line changes a little bit before game time. It's got a high over under 11 and a half. You know, the D-backs are putting out Shelby Miller. He's 0-3 with a 9 ERA. He had Tommy John surgery. He's pitched three times over the last 15 days after coming off a TJ surgery. That's not good for business. You know, he's given up a total of uh, 24 runs, I think, in those three games. And he's only pitched 13, 14 innings. So I don't see any way the D-backs win this one. Colorado's slight favorite. I take Colorado. And I'm thinking you can parlay that with the under and make a little bit of money. That's... Everything you just said, I agree. Well, everything. Yep. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to disagree when I'm right all the time. Well, okay. All right. Where's the? Uh, okay. Now I gotta find. Uh, oh boy, I wasn't prepared for such a comment. That's okay. I'm just joking. I'm not right all the time. I missed on the Fran- on the uh, France game today yeah but you're right we're looking we're flipping through the games tomorrow's games for the mlp and there's just not a lot that's appetizing to look at it's garbage yeah but this is what we run into this time of year when mlb is essentially one of the only sports that's that's really getting any notice yeah so i've got one more pick it's a little bit of an obscure pick and it's actually not tomorrow it's thursday but a lot of times we end up skipping Wednesday because it's a crap day for sports. 
middle of the week, not much going on. Uh, basically, we pretty much just have MLB. So, if we end up skipping tomorrow on the podcast, we end up skipping tomorrow on the podcast, at least I'll have an obscure pick in. So, I'm going across the border up to Canada, boys. Drinking a little maple syrup, having a little Churchill breakfast. If you don't know what a Churchill breakfast is, let me enlighten you. Because it's probably the greatest thing that's happened to me in my life over the last week, is learning what a Churchill breakfast is. That's when you go ahead, you get yourself ready in the morning with two shots of whiskey, right? Yep. Two shots of maple syrup. No. No? No. So, Churchill's breakfast. I just had this. I've yeah. never... You you, you know damn well I'm a Winston Churchill fan. Man was amazing. So, he we're back. We're literally, back. literally puts a Winston Churchill quote up on the whiteboard Monday morning. Like, this... <laughs> this soundboard is the worst thing to ever happen to me? us. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like Winston Churchill. Or anyway, Churchill's breakfast. Me and my wife are back in Maryland. We're visiting some of her friends, and, and uh, or some of our friends, I should say. And my friend Jason comes up to me and goes, "Do you want a Churchill's breakfast? We've been at their house for a day. It's getting late, but you want a Churchill's breakfast?" I said, "What the hell is a Churchill's breakfast?" I don't know where he got this from, so I don't know I would who credit needs Churchill. to go to. It does not need to go to me, but uh, it is. Two shots of cold brew coffee. Cold brew coffee. That's two shots of whiskey. A shot of maple syrup. You take that, put it in a martini shaker, and shake it up. Pour it in a glass, and then sprinkle it with cinnamon. Literally all of my favorite things. Delicious. Like cold brew coffee, check. Whiskey, check. Maple syrup, check. Cinnamon, check. Like, it doesn't get any better than that. That's me drinking it. That's a slurp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, yeah. So that's what's happening in our lives today. Anyway, Churchill <laughs> Breakfast. Try If you haven't tried it, we're spreading the word. We're spreading the gospel. Go ahead and let your friends know. That's good. Churchill's that good, Breakfast. Good. All right. Anyway, we're going up to Canada for my obscure pick of... The week, probably. It's probably going to be the only one I do this week. Maybe I'll throw in a WNBA pick later on. Uh, I actually saw that the Lynx and the Fever are playing tomorrow, and I was going to do that, but they're scoured the internet. Literally no lines available yet for that. That's how little uh, the gambling world puts into the WNBA. So Trent, though, we should reach out to Trent, because he might know something we don't. If anybody remembers, if they've listened to a different podcast, Trent has been on the show before, and he knows a lot about the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, uh, Yes, he does. He knows more than anybody should know about WNBA. Like, and that's not a dig at WNBA. It's just, it's like his amount of knowledge about it is unhealthy. That's him in sports in general. I mean, the dude loves sports. That's true. He loves sports so much that he was playing intramural volleyball or whatever the however the league is. I don't know. And he just he injured himself. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't want to embarrass him. Pretty like pretty significantly injured himself. Uh 
when he gets on next, we'll have him tell the story. It's, that's his story to tell. But Trent, if you're out there listening, you got to get on the show. Maybe we'll call you in tomorrow and we can talk about WNBA. All right, anyway, going up to Canada, uh, we've got the Calgary Stampeders playing against the Ottawa Red Blacks. Ooh, okay. And can I just say, the Red Blacks' worst name ever. Well, I, I mean, did they just name it after their, their colors? Because that's the, uni- is the uniform the, color. The uniform is red, is red and, black. and black. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you and I were talking about... What's the other one you've heard? Because you and I were uh, talking about the other night about... If, yeah. you, if you started a sports team, what would you would name it? And you brought up this team. What it, was their nickname? It was a high, it's a high school team. I can't remember where they're from. But one time I, I was just bored, looked up a list of like best, it was either best or worst, I can't remember, sports teams' names. And it, this team, their colors are orange and black. So they called themselves the Orabs. They mixed together the words orange and black to make their team name. Interesting take. All right. Uh, yeah, worst team name ever. Uh, I, I've I've never heard of it. I, I anyway. Yeah. So we'll have uh, that discussion another day because I want to get into best team names and what you would name your team because that was a fun discussion. There's a lot of bad ones out there. There's a lot of bad ones. About it. Yeah, lots yeah. of bad ones. Yeah. Uh, I would say minor league baseball probably has the best names. Yes. But there's also like a million minor league baseball teams. They also have the best hats. That's true as well. Go Lugnuts. Lansing Lugnuts. Anyway, (laughs) I digress. We keep getting off track here. Probably because it's been happy hour for about three hours. Hell yeah! Alright, Calgary Stampeders, Ottawa Red Blacks. Stampeders, Red Blacks, battle of the two number one teams in the CFL. They're both leading their divisions uh, in the standings, and I think that the Stampeders are going to take this one home. They're favored by three and a half points, but I see them crushing this Ottawa team. Even though Ottawa's leading the East, Calgary's leading the West, they played each other just two weeks ago, and the Stampeders just crushed Calgary 24-14. to uh, It wasn't even close. I mean, Calgary is, you know, they are probably the best team in Canadian football. They've got one of the top three quarterbacks on their squad. Ottawa... They're a really good team, but they're coming, you know, they, they, they're coming into this game, and I don't think they're going to be ready. Calgary just had a bye week. So they, had a, they beat the Stampeders, they had a week off, and now they're coming back. Or, I'm sorry, they beat the Red Blacks, they had a week off, they're coming back. I see Calgary winning easily. Minus three and a half, I think is a great value for this game. Go ahead and put down a unit and collect your check on Friday. Do we, Have we talked about CFL since we talked about Johnny Manziel coming back to it? Like no, we took, we took like a month off of the podcast because That's I was in Italy, yeah. you were in uh, yeah. Virginia and everywhere else, and 
Knox was in Baltimore, and we, if you haven't figured it out, we do a lot of traveling for work. Also, I had a big vacation in yeah. there, but either way, uh, yeah, so CFL, is this is our first time talking about it. Why, you have something to bring up? I was, I mean, do you enjoy the CFL? Like, do you watch it? When, when the NFL is not on, when college football is not on, do you watch the, the CFL? I, I like to see. I, I will watch the CFL, but I know a uh, gentleman that we've had on the show before, they, they can't stand it. Yeah, I mean, it's not the NFL. Mm. It's not college football. Like, it's not the same, but it's, a repl- it's an adequate replacement. It's a better replacement than the AFFL. We watched that the other day, and that was, that was kind of a garbage game to watch, but... You know, it is what it is. I miss football. It's no secret. I want football. Yes, yes. So, I'll watch it. I mean, Thursday night, we'll crack open a few more highlights and watch this uh, Calgary-Ottawa game. Yeah, I'm down for that. That sounds good to me. So, that's all the picks for today on Hold the Line. You've got one World Cup pick, you got two MLB picks, and you got a CFL pick. That's all you really need. You don't need to go through the whole slate of MLB games every single day. No! You only need to pick a, handpick a couple of games and make some money. So, I think that that's it for... No, no, no. We've what? got one thing. we got to rant. we got to do a T-Row rant. What do we miss? Oh, God. I had... Oh, boy. I have no... Oh, boy. I did not research a rant today, but you have one written... Did I rant about something today unknowingly? You have something written down. Yeah, we uh, were talking... We, well, yesterday we were sitting in B-dubs. Yeah. And we were watching the, the Indians Reds. Yeah. But on the TV right next to it, there was something that I consider almost despicable. The NBA Summer League. You better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. That's a little weird one. Maybe yeah, keep that one. That one was aggressive. Maybe keep that one locked up. That one was aggressive. How about Kiss my butt. No, I didn't mean that one. How about this one? There it yeah. is. Who cares about the summer league? We are. I mean, we are watching. Seventy-five percent of the players in the summer league are not going to touch the court in the regular season. I think we were sitting there one time, and I, and I literally called it. I said, I don't remember who what who we were watching last time. We were watching... I think it was like the Bucks. The Bucks and... Who were they playing? Charlotte? No. Was it the Bucks and Charlotte? It was someone different. Uh, it, was, it was... I don't know. I'll find out. Keep talking. I'll Here's the answer. Who cares? Because it's Summer League. All right? We're watching Summer League, and this guy... Literally, I called it. If he is still on the team, I'm going to remember the number. I'm not going to shout out right now, because I'm not the type of person who likes a dog individuals to the point where they get recognition. I'll dog them, you know, uh, you know, below the table. Um, but anyway. Bucks Nuggets. Bucks Nuggets. That's what we're watching last night. And this guy, I don't know how he even makes a summer league team. Three turnovers, three possessions in a row. And I said, well, there was his NBA career. Like, the summer league is not fun to watch. They play it in high school gyms half the time. It's guys who should not be on the court. Sure, they were fine in college, but the NBA statistically is one of the toughest leagues to actually make a roster in. The rosters are so small, and there are so many players that play Division One basketball. A lot of these guys just should not be in the league, and they should not even be on a summer league team. Therefore, the summer league games should not even be televised, but they are because networks have to make their money. Um, but summer league, I'm not down with it. Yeah, that had to have been either DJ Wilson or Sterling Brown of Milwaukee. They're the only players that had 
three or more turnovers. Well, Bank, I just said I wasn't going to throw them under the bus, but I. But we didn't. We <laughs> we didn't throw one of them under the bus. We threw two people under the bus. I guess. So it's okay. I guess we're not calling out one person. We're calling out two. So it's fine. But yeah, I just I, I'm not. I, I don't like like there to a certain point, and I know we were just talking about like CFL. And I like watching the CFL, but to a certain point, you can you can kill a sport for me if I see too much of it on TV when I don't need to. Well, it's like the NBA isn't even over. Like they yeah. they did the regular season, they did the playoffs, they did the finals, they did the draft, and now they're doing the summer league. Like, where is the break? Exactly, exactly. We I need, need some time yeah, off. Yeah. And I'm not even that, I mean, uh, and, and it's well documented, I'm not a huge fan of the NBA at first. I, when it comes to basketball, I love basketball. I prefer college basketball. I think the M- NBA is nothing but one-on-one, no defense league. Oh, that's, all it is. that's all it is. I mean, I don't enjoy watching that. You know me? We play sports together, Frank. We right. golf. We play basketball we play together. basketball. I like fundamentals. You do. We There's call, none we call of that in the NBA. Right? Tim Duncan, one of the best NBA players ever, in my opinion. Mr. Fundamental. You don't see that in the league nowadays. This is why I don't care about NBA Summer League at all. Because it's less talented players with no fundamentals. Yeah. That's true. Uh, the NBA has really devolved. It's gone from the league of, you know, Shaq and Kobe and, you know, MJ and all these dudes that, you know, play a little bit more tough nose. Look at the older Lakers. Look at look at the Lakers of the 80s and early 90s. Look at the Celtics of the 80s and early 90s. Look at the Pistons of the 80s and early 90s. Look at the Bulls of the early 90s. There was, the game's not as physical as it was. I, I, I'm starting to sound like an old man. I'm starting to sound like an old man, but it's true. I, it, it just isn't the product that I want, especially not the Summer League. Like, I can deal with the NBA regular season... I can deal with the playoffs, even though it's gotten to the point where it's not even competitive anymore. Like, if a team wins one game out of a seven-game series, it's like a huge deal. Because there's all these super teams now. Like, who even cares? Who even cares? Let's get down the toilet. That one is way too long. That is really long. Um... Can I just say, classic Cody Allen right now, letting two runners on with one out in the ninth. Like, why, why does he have to tease us? Just end the game. Yeah, I don't like it either, because now you're teasing me. You're getting my hopes up. Hey, look at this. we got two on. All right. Third run's at, third run's at the plate right now. Then we're only down one. It's not going to happen, but now you're getting my heart. You know, my blood pressure elevated a little bit here. My heart rate's up. Just to let me down. Thanks, Cody Allen. Well, if we're done with the rant, I'm done with my picks. Yeah, just my, that was my rant. Can we not do Summer League? I agree. NBA, if you're listening, if you've got reps out there... <laughs> you're not. <laughs> don't do Summer League. That's yeah, it. Bank, you look tired. I'm done. I'm spent. I'm ready to just drink another High Life and go to bed. So, thanks for listening to us here at Hold the Line. We love you guys. We love our fans. We love talking sports. Follow us on Twitter, at Hold the Line Pod, and we'll see you next time. Be good.